Welcome back to the AIM Podcast. Today is a very special episode. It is the last episode in 2023. I literally can't believe it. This year has been so powerful, so special. There have been so many incredible memories and experiences and conversations and moments through this platform, through this podcast. And I just want to first off start off by saying thank you. Thank you so much to every single person that has ever supported AIM, that has believed in this vision, that's been a part of the community, that's shared this mindset, that's gone after it and helped people keep ambition in mind. I literally can't thank you guys enough for the love and support. We would not be doing this if it wasn't for all of you guys listening and supporting and sharing and bringing more people to this amazing platform. So I just want to start off by saying thank you because from the bottom of my heart, this is a big, big thing that I care about, that I love so much because God truly did put this on my heart in the summer of 2020. It actually started in April of 2020 when it first kind of came into my mind. And uh, man, just to see the growth that we've had, the consistency of just getting after it, literally helping one person at a time. It's so funny. I, I joke a lot about this with one of my, my friends, Frank, and we talk about it a ton because, you know, that's a, that's a saying that sounds really good, right? But then, you know, as you start to invest time into something and you're starting to really try to make an impact, you want to help as many people as possible. But our heart posture has always been to help one singular person at a time with the hopes of impacting many, many people over the course of time. But that is what we do. That's why we do this. And I just can't thank you guys enough for everything. And this is going to be a good episode. You know, I kind of gave you guys a little preface of this on my story yesterday. But one of the big things we're going to discuss in this episode is my word for 2024. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying I have a ton of respect for people that select a word for the year, but I've never done it up to this point. I've never really said, oh, this is my year for the this is my word for the year and whatnot. But this year is different. This year, there is one particular word that I've seen be a big part of my last three months of the year that I just want to carry with me into the new year because I know what it will do. I've already started to see the fruit from it in this year, and I know it'll be a bigger part of my life as I step into 2024. And I think it's a word that no matter how much you associate it with, uh, associate it with yourself, it'll be helpful and valuable for you. So that word is discipline. Discipline is my word for 2024. It's the word that I want to carry. It's the word that I want to own. It's the word that I want to embody daily, daily disciplines, because I understand the power of discipline and what it can truly do for you and the people around you. Now, before we dive into this, I do want to give a shout out to one of the brands that I work with that actually helped my discipline be where it is with my nutrition. That is Flex Pro Meals. You guys have seen it on my page. You guys have heard about it on the podcast, but it truly is an amazing company and it makes a ton of sense to talk about them with this episode and with this topic. Flex Pro Meals is a ready-to-go meal service company that shows up at your doorstep. It is incredibly powerful how quickly they can get the food to you fresh, ready to eat, and it tastes truly amazing. They have a couple different options for you guys. You can get ready-to-go meals. They have tons and tons of gourmet meals that are ready to go with all kinds of different flavors and spices and whatnot. Or if you're on the little, if you're a little bit more on the blander side, like myself, you can actually order the food by the pound. And that's what I've been doing for the last few months is I will get a lot of my, my protein, my meat from them every month. And right now I get their rotisserie chicken and their sirloin steak you know exactly how many macros or how many grams of protein, you know the macros in every container. It doesn't take any time at all to prepare. It literally takes me one minute to heat it up and throw it on rice, which I have a rice cooker. That's a huge hack. And 
it literally saves me so much time. And that's one of the, that's to be honest with you guys, that's probably the biggest reason I love them. It tastes great, it's clean, but it saves me time. And time is something that I'm really trying to be protective over um, in all areas of my life, but especially any area that I can find ways to get it back is super powerful. So guys, there's an amazing code, AIM podcast at checkout gets you 40% off your meals, which is insane. AIM podcast, and you guys can check it out. I'll link it in the show notes, but it's funny enough because th- that is going to be one of the big ways that I stay disciplined in my nutrition and the way that I fuel my body is with Flex Pro Meals. So they've been an incredible partner on the show, and I'm really excited that they were kind enough to give us such a large discount that we can hopefully bring that value to you guys and continue to help more people reach their nutrition goals. So that is all I want to say about Flex Pro Meals. I love those guys, and I'm really grateful they're a partner. But I want to dive into discipline, and we're going to do a few things here. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what discipline truly is, why I'm choosing the word discipline in a little bit more depth. We're going to talk about the foundation of discipline in your mind and how you should position it and what it truly means. And we're also going to talk about some strategies to improve self-discipline, which I hope is a part of this show that's going to be really applicable and give you guys clear strategies, clear um, ways to attack your discipline and maybe improve it in different ways if you're someone that's struggling in discipline. And then I'm also going to share with you guys my five daily disciplines that I'm going to be implementing and focusing on as I step into 2024. So let's dive right into this thing. The first thing I want to talk about is what is discipline? There are a lot of different definitions. You can go on Webster, you can look at the proper dis- the proper definition, but essentially one of the big things that I like to say with discipline is you are doing the things that you know you should do even when you don't always feel like it. Now, this is something that I think is powerful. And if we break this down a little bit, we can understand what this truly means. Discipline, doing the things that you know you should. There are so many things in life that we know we should be doing. We know we should be working out and taking care of our body. We know we should be eating healthy foods to make sure we take care of our nutrition. We know we should be working hard and doing the best we can at our jobs, at our businesses, in our relationships. But as humans, and I'm in this category, there are a lot of times where we don't want to do the right thing or we because maybe it's too hard, maybe it requires more effort, whatever the case is, there are a lot of times where we know what's right, but we want to do what maybe isn't right or something in a different category just because it's easier. And I think discipline really boils down to doing the things that we know we should do, even if we don't have the motivation, motivation's a key word there, to do it. So that is essentially what discipline is in my eyes and how I view it. But even before we get into that, I want to explain why discipline is the word that I'm choosing. And just to share a little bit of my testimony and a little bit of my heart behind this word, like I mentioned earlier in the show, the last three months for me have been pretty interesting in the ways that I've grown in my faith, my faith in Jesus. And I'll be honest, guys, I've been a Christian my whole life. But I didn't start walking with the Lord. I didn't surrender my life to Christ till my freshman year in college. But I'll be completely honest with you guys. Even after surrendering my life to Christ and giving him, you know, my life, there are still times in these last few years where while I've had full faith in believing in Jesus, I've still wanted to do certain things or desired certain things of my my own interest uh, instead of seeking him above all. And in these last few months, I've been a lot more disciplined in my walk with the Lord and my faith by not only seeking Him, but by reading the Word, spending time in Scripture, praying out loud, 
journaling, which has been a huge unlock for my faith and just a really cool way that I've been able to hear God way more clearly by journaling prayers, by journaling thoughts, by journaling the things that I feel like he's telling me. That has been massive, massive, guys. And so I've seen the way that God has been moving in my life in these last three months in such a clear way. And I think a big part of that is because I've been way more disciplined in my faith, way more disciplined in doing some of the things that I know I should be doing, even when I don't maybe have the desire to do them. And it's been really cool to see the fruit from that. And that's trickled into other areas of my life, in my fitness, you know, getting, you know, being super fortunate to be able to complete a hundred mile race here in December. They're the things that I've been able to do, and a lot of it has boiled down to discipline, which again stemmed and started and was rooted in me taking my faith more seriously and being more disciplined there. So that is why this word has been so prominent in these last few months and why I know for a fact that it is one of the main words that I want to carry into the new year because I know how powerful it is, and I've seen what it's been doing in my own life, and I want more and more people to get to experience it. Now, we're going to talk about this later in the show, but I am not perfect by any means. I have a lot of struggles. I have a lot of days where I'm not motivated and a lot of days where I don't want to be disciplined. But the truth is, we're not striving for perfection here. We're striving for progress, which is a point we're going to talk about later. And so I don't want anyone to listen to the beginning of this episode or even as we get into the nitty gritty here and think that I've got it all figured out and that I'm perfect. I'm not at all. But thankfully, Jesus is and I follow a perfect creator. I follow a perfect God. And I get to live as a child of the king, working every single day to do the best that I can to follow him, even though he's already done the work needed for my salvation and for my life. And so that's really encouraging. But that is the kind of breakdown of why I want to choose discipline as the word that I'm going to be taking in. I've seen the fruit from it in these last few months, and I know that with consistency, discipline can create such a powerful way of living. And I'm really excited to experience that, and I'm excited for more people around me and more people in our community to to take it more seriously, to be disciplined in all areas of their life, especially areas that they may be struggling in. But I want to talk to you guys about the foundation of discipline because this has been a big topic, and I actually spoke about this in detail on a podcast on Stephen Scoggins' Unstoppable Podcast. But I kind of break it down like this. I just recently ran 100 miles, and I've had a few different people kind of jokingly but kind of seriously say, look, that's really cool what you did. I don't think I could ever do that because I'm not motivated enough to run 100 miles. And it hit me, and I said, guys, listen, this is not, the situation is a little different. It's not that you're not motivated. It's that you're not disciplined because at the end of the day, I'm really not motivated to run 100 miles, but I was disciplined in it. But I think there's even a deeper level that we can take this. When we struggle with discipline, so say you're someone who's not motivated. I would say, okay, if you're not motivated, you need to learn to be more disciplined because you're going to create motivation by successfully, consistently being disciplined. But maybe you're someone who's like, I don't even want to be disciplined. When I say that step further is understanding your value. Your value is the foundation of everything. If you don't value yourself or don't know where your value comes from, you're not going to really have a desire to be disciplined. You're not really going to have a desire to do hard things or to do the things you know you should, even though you don't want to do them. And so I would encourage you to understand what that means. What is your value? What are you worth? What is your time worth? What are your days worth? For me, as a Christian, I believe my value and everything that 
is about who I am comes from what God tells me in the Bible. Ephesians 2.10 is a verse that I love because it's simple and it gets the point across. God says in Ephesians 2.10 that we are his masterpiece. Through Jesus, we are made anew to do all the good works that he has for us. And so what that means is that no matter what you've done, no matter where you've gone, no matter what you look like, that God created you a masterpiece. He didn't make you an accident. He didn't make you just for fun. He made you a masterpiece and he has good works for you to do. And so you need to understand that we're not going to be perfect. Through Jesus, we're made whole, but we are sinners and we're not going to be perfect. But the truth is we have immense value over our life. God has a purpose and a plan for us. And so when you think about it in that way, you got to understand every decision you make should come back to that foundation of value first, understanding how valuable you are to the creator of the world. And then that should strive to drip into the ways that you make your decisions. And I truly believe when you understand your value, you're going to be more inclined to be disciplined. When you're more inclined to be disciplined consistently, you're going to start to see the fruit from the success that you're having. And it's not always financial. It's not always fame. Maybe it's just, you know, personal improvements in your own life that are affecting the people around you and making other people better. And that is going to start to increase your levels of motivation because you're going to see the work you're putting in pay off. And it's a really fun way of growing because you start to desire, you start to get hungry because you see all this stuff paying off and you know that it's all been, it's all stemmed from being disciplined. So that is kind of the foundation of discipline. I want to dive into some strategies because this is where we can really bring some value to you guys. Strategies for improved self-discipline. I'm going to go through a few here and kind of break them down a little bit, but I think these are actual strategies and ways of thinking about discipline that will help you in your current situation, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what area. I'm going to use different examples, but no matter what area of your life you're trying to increase your discipline, these strategies will help you. We'll start off with the first one, and that is you need to take it one day at a time. Now, a lot of these strategies are strategies that I've tested, that I've like wrestled with. This is a big one for me because I am a very like high-level thinker. I like to think into the future. I like to think about what's coming up in the, you know, in the future. I like to think about what's coming up. And I think a lot of times we can set out on these goals. We have these different areas we're trying to improve and we simply get overwhelmed. We simply get overwhelmed. Maybe you're not in the best position right now in your health and wellness. And you're like, I want to improve that. But I know that I have such a long way to go to get to where I want to be. And it's simply overwhelming. And it almost creates this, this tension of just you not wanting to even get started. And so to that, I'd say Rome was not built in a day and neither will you be. We, we do get overwhelmed and that can deter us from either continuing or even worse, getting started. And we just have to take it with the approach of I'm going to wake up and if I have breath in my lungs, that's a day that is a blessing and I'm going to attack it. I'm going to make the most of it. Tomorrow will come when it comes, but today I'm going to get after it. And so I think when we break it down and we just do the things that we're supposed to do that day, it's going to help us mentally. So number one, do not get overwhelmed by the big picture. Take it one day at a time. Number two is remove temptations. This one is huge because there's so many things that we want to accomplish, so many goals, so many disciplines, but oftentimes we make it so much harder for ourselves because we surround ourselves with temptations that are going to hinder us from achieving the things we want to achieve. For example, 
this is an easy example and there's we can apply this to every area of our life but for nutrition if you are trying to eat healthy maybe it's you want to take out saturated foods or junk food or sweets or whatever it is but you load your pantry with snacks and sugar and cookies and all and doritos and chips you are putting yourself in a bad environment you are making decisions you are choosing to surround yourself with things that are going to make your lifestyle, your decisions way more difficult. And so I would say to that, remove temptation, remove the things that are going to hurt you from, from doing the things that you want to do. And that's a huge one. And I think just by simply taking inventory of the different categories of your life, where are there places where you are tempted to not do the thing you know you should do? And how can you remove that temptation from that area so you're more inclined to do the right thing? Number three, this one is huge. Set clear goals and objectives. The, the keyword here is clear. And I think a lot of times we say, oh, I wanna get more healthy. Oh, I wanna grow my business. Oh, I want to be fit, or I wanna have a six pack, or I wanna bench 225, whatever it is. And we, we well, benching 225, I guess, is, is a clear goal. So maybe take that one out. But essentially, we have these broader goals. And these broader goals are very hard to quantify and they're very hard to understand how do we chip away and attack them. So instead of creating these broad goals, I would encourage you to be disciplined by setting small goals along the way. So it's okay to have a goal or a mission to be more healthy or to be fit or to build your business, but from a discipline standpoint, you need to have clear actionable items that you can physically do. For example, it might be, your goal is to get healthy, so your your mission should be, okay, I'm gonna work out five times per week, and I'm gonna limit myself to one cheat meal per week. And that's an example of setting a clear goal with objectives that you can, that you can actually track and you can actually see. And so that would be a really powerful tactic for you as you're attacking different areas of your life that you're trying to become more disciplined in and you're trying to achieve a goal. I would say set clear goals and objectives. The next one is really, really important. And this one has been powerful for me. And that is understanding the power of perspective. I'll use the example of when I was running my 100 miler because it's still so relevant and so fresh in my mind. There were so many times, countless times during that run where I wanted to give up. I wanted to quit. I didn't want to keep going. I was in so much agony, so much pain. And I had to remind myself that I get to do this. I don't have to do this. No one's out here paying me to do this. No one's telling me to. I didn't sign a contract with anyone to make sure I get through this. I'm choosing my own free will. I'm choosing to be out here running 100 miles like a crazy person. And I get to. And what a blessing it is to get to do things. Because there's so many people that would want to be out here in my position doing this. And I'm so fortunate. And I'm so blessed. And I'm so grateful to get to do this. To get to do these hard things. And I think it's true for a lot of things in our life. A lot of the places where we try to have discipline really are places where it's actually a huge privilege to be disciplined. It's actually a huge privilege to do a lot of the things that we desire to do, but we don't have maybe enough motivation or desire to do them. And so I would just encourage you, if you're sitting there and you're struggling and you're, you're like, I know this feeling because I've been there so many times and you're on the fence, you're like, should I do this? Should I not do this? I know I should, but I really don't feel like it. I want you to think about this. I'm trying to hammer this out when I'm, I'm drawing out this point because I'm trying to hammer this and engrave this in your mind. But if you're in that moment, I want you to think about this moment on this podcast, on this episode. 
you get to do it. You don't have to do it. You get to do it. And so what a blessing, what a privilege it is to not only yourself, but the people around you for you to make a decision that will put you in a better place to make you a better person that's going to eventually impact more, more lives. But that is what I want you to think about. I want you to think about perspective and how close you are to just making that micro shift in perspective. And that a lot of times will get the job done by getting you to end up making action or taking action on that thing you know you should be doing even when you don't desire to. So many people would kill to be in that position. But doing those things are hard and a lot of times we don't want to do them. But that's my encouragement is to have that perspective shift and understand that it's actually such a blessing to get to do a lot of the things that we set out to do that are hard. The next one is accountability partners. This is a really, really powerful trick and tactic if you're able to use it effectively. We go through life with people in our lives. Now, I think it's so important to be very cognizant of the people that you surround yourself with, the people that you have in your circle. And honestly, it's kind of unique timing with the end of the year. I like to do inventory checks ever so often. And I'm so blessed and I'm so fortunate to have so many incredible friends in my life that make me better, that sharpen me. We're actually reading Proverbs through the month of December. We've read it and we've done this push-ups and Proverbs challenge and I've been surrounded by so many incredible men that have sharpened me daily. And I'm so grateful for that. But I, I want to encourage you to take a look at your circle. Take a look at your friends. And if, are they people that you want to step into 2024 with that are going to sharpen you, that are going to make you better, that are going to hold you accountable and make you more disciplined? That is something you need to think about. A lot of times we understand that, you know, the people we surround ourselves with have authority in our life because they, they influence us. And no matter what you want to acknowledge, the people in our lives are influencing influencing us and impacting our lives on the conscious and the subconscious level. And so, like I said, it's really important to do that. But a way you can use it to your advantage for this example, for you know, discipline and growing in different areas of your life is allowing some people that are vetted, that you trust, that you really understand the power of this and you give authority to challenge you and hold you to the things that you set out to do. Community is so important. And if you're in a position where you have some really close people in your life that you can go to and say, hey, this year I'm going to fix some areas of my life. I'm going to be more disciplined. And these are the clear goals, like we talked about, the clear goals that I'm going to set out to accomplish. And I need you to hold me to it. And I need you to hold me accountable. And I need you to challenge me because there are going to be days where I'm a human being and I'm not going to want to do them. And you're going to have to say, no, you made the commitment to yourself. We talk about this in other episodes. I've said it in different talks I've done. And, and Steve is, you know, really ingrained this in me. But professionals make the decisions based on their commitments. If you're a professional and you want to be the best that you can be, you have to say, listen, I'm done playing games. I'm done letting my emotions and my feelings dictate who I am. I'm a, I'm a professional and I'm going to make a commitment and I'm going to do the things that I set out to say I'm going to do. And so that is so powerful. And if you can create a friendship, a level of just trust between you and another person that can hold you to that standard, that is a very, very powerful tactic to improve your discipline by not only taking it out of your own personal hands, but putting it partially in the hands of someone else that can make you better. That would be a really strong tactic. The last one we have, and I, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I want to hammer it as the last one, is we need to strive for progress and not perfection. Myself included and every single person listening to this episode, 
is imperfect. None of us are perfect. And no matter how hard we try, no matter how disciplined we will become or we are, we will never, ever be perfect. And that's okay. But the best part about that is that's not our goal, or at least it shouldn't be. Perfection should never be your goal because it's unattainable. You should always be striving for progress. 1% better every single day. That is the goal. The goal is to get better, not to be perfect. You'll likely mess up, but true disciplined people get right back to it. They keep moving forward. They understand that life is challenging. Things are going to be thrown in your way. There are going to be obstacles. There's going to be adversity. There are going to be really hard challenges that you're going to have to overcome in 2024. But I promise you, if you just keep your your head level and just keep moving forward, knowing that we are striving to get better, not to be perfect, this will really help you in your disciplines. It just creates a more realistic expectation of what you're trying to accomplish. And it brings peace because it takes away all the pressure of never messing up. We're going to mess up, but it's not about how you mess up. It's about how you move forward from your mess up, how you move forward from your mistake. And maybe you've gone through a stretch where you really let go of yourself. This is the time to say, look, I'm not going to be perfect. And I don't even need to hold myself to that standard. I need to hold myself to the standard of being, of getting better and of progressing consistently. And so today is the day. Listen to this podcast. I'm going to make the decision and the commitment to myself to improve daily. Not to be perfect, but to get a little better every single day. And I promise you that'll help so much. There is this amazing concept in Atomic Habits, which is a book that I love. I highly recommend Atomic Habits for anyone who's not read it. It's a very popular book. But if you have not read it, you should 100% read that book. And it talks about the plateau of latent potential. And essentially what this means, there's a really cool graph that kind of gives you a visual representation of this concept, which I'm a, I'm a huge visual learner. I like the graph. But essentially it is the lag time between what you think should happen and what actually happens. And the reason I tied this into this point is because there are a lot of things that we do consistently and we don't see... We don't see the progress necessarily overnight. And maybe we start to get frustrated and it starts to, we start to miss days and we start to say, oh, it's not as important. I'm not seeing the progress. So I'm not going to be perfect. I might as well miss some days. But the truth is good things take time. And while we're not going to do it perfectly, if we're consistent and we continue to progress 1% every single day, we're going to start to see exponential growth and start to see big leaps and bounds in our disciplines and the fruit that comes from that. So my encouragement to you is to keep moving forward and to understand our goal should not be perfection, but progress. I want to dive into my five disciplines, my five daily disciplines of 2024. I'm going to, guys, I'm going to give you a little peek and decide what I'm personally doing. Maybe this will spark some inspiration, um, and maybe this will just kind of get your, your wheels turning for some of the things that you feel called to do and some of the things that you feel like should be prioritized in your own life. The reason I broke this down to five is because I wanted to have the visual, we talk about visuals, I want to have the visual representation of a hand. So I look at my hand right now, and obviously most of you guys are listening to this episode, but I see my five fingers, and I want to be able to look at each finger and know that I did that discipline for the day. And obviously, this is my core list. And when I say core list, these are the things that I have to do every single day in order to be the person I want to become in 2024. But there are obviously, obviously going to be additional things that I do, hopefully daily, um, as consistently as I can. But again, this is my core list of five. I wanted to keep it to five. And these are the things that are the most important things in my life. And these things hit the most important categories in order, which is spirit, mind, body, and helping someone. And so number one, my 
intention and being disciplined in the areas of reading my Bible every single day with the emphasis of reading a paperback or a hardcover Bible, a tangible Bible, not just off my phone. I know that where I am in my faith, knowing that it is the most important thing in my life, that that is literally the living word. This was a big thing for me as I became um, a Christian was just the way I even viewed the Bible. You know, growing up, I I viewed it as a book. I viewed it as a a set of pages with words on them. But now I see it so differently. I truly see it as the living Word of God, and I truly see it as a place where I can connect with the Creator of the universe, the God of the universe. And so it is something that I want to spend a lot more intentional time reading, understanding, praying over, speaking, like just over my life. I want to speak the truth, the promises of God over my life. And where do you find the promises of God? In the Bible, in the Word of God. And so that is my number one discipline for 2024 is to read the Bible daily. I'm going to definitely be going through different Bible studies. I'm going to be probably doing some discipleship training with different people. And we just, like I said, wrapped up an incredible challenge in December of Proverbs and push-ups, which we'll be doing again next December. I think it's going to be an annual thing now where we finish the year with just diving into the book of Proverbs where there's so much wisdom from the Lord. So number one is going to be reading the Bible. Number two, my second daily discipline is going to be praying out loud. Now, this is something that I want to do by myself a lot of times because I truly believe it's really powerful when you spend time with God one-on-one. But I also want to be praying out loud with others, with friends, with family, with people I work with, with people that, you know, I do life with, people I train with, people sometimes I don't even know. Maybe they're random and they're just people that I come into contact with in life. But I want to spend intentional time every single day praying out loud, talking to God. And I think, you know, one of the more, I guess, deeper things with this point that I want to be doing is also giving him time um, and listening. So not only just coming to him and praying and asking and, and telling him things and thanking him, which are all really good things and we should be doing them, but also giving him time to respond and giving him time to to speak to me and giving him times to give me downloads of things that he's calling me to do or things he's putting on my heart to do. And so those are my first two. These things conquer and help me accomplish the disciplines of improving my spirit. The third thing I'm going to be doing, my third daily discipline, is a hundred push-ups a day. I know it doesn't, for some people it doesn't sound like a lot, for some people it sounds like a ton, but for me it's a great way for me to attack my body and dominate my flesh daily. I strongly, strongly recommend that you guys set up a daily discipline that revolves some level of physicality. Again, it doesn't have to be 100 push-ups. Maybe it's 10,000 steps. Maybe it's 1,000 steps. I don't know what your what your level is or where you are in your journey, but I do think that having some level of physical discipline will help you in so many areas of your life. Our temple, our body is such a gift, and I think it's one of the most applicable uh, areas of our life that carries over into so many other uh, places in our life. And so I would highly recommend you set up some sort of daily discipline. The 100 push-ups a day was something that we did the whole month of December with Proverbs. And I just really enjoyed it. I did it every morning. And it was just a way for me to go into the day uh, and attack it with confidence, knowing that I dominated my flesh. And that, you know, a lot of times the flesh, our body, our body is what dictates a lot of our bad decisions in terms of, you know, it not wanting us to work out because we feel kind of lazy or we don't want to get up and go move or, you know, our body craves food and like just different things 
And I think if we can learn to control those temptations, learn to control those things and dominate and take dominion over our body, I think it will put us in a way more powerful position to become the people that we want to become. And so number three for me is 100 plus push-ups daily. Number four, this is my mind. So this is professional and personal development, self-development every single day in the form of reading or listening to a video or a podcast. These topics will include faith, business, mindset, self-development, and so on. These are positive categories that I want to continue to sharpen my mind, sharpen my, my being with by spending time reading, spending time watching videos, spending time listening to other credible authorities that I'm going to give um, access to my mind. But I truly believe, and I can speak to this very personally, I've gone through many seasons of my life of busyness where I did not make this a priority and I felt like I was plateauing and I felt very stagnant. And I want to continue to elevate in every area. And I think one of the coolest things about it, you know, prioritizing self-development and professional development is you start to gain exposure to new ideas, new ways of thinking. It makes you more creative and it plants things in your mind that you can then act on and create from. And so as an entrepreneur, as someone who does a podcast, as someone who's, you know, getting more involved in speaking, it is such an important area of my life for me to consistently be sharpening my mind to new ideas, to new, new thoughts and new ways of thinking. And so that's going to be a big thing for me. Again, I'm not going to necessarily put a time parameter on it as of right now, but that box will have to be checked every single day. And ideally, I'm learning some new topic or new thought process or getting access or exposure to a new way of thinking daily. So I'm excited about that as well. And the last one, my last daily discipline for 2024. Again, this is my core list. I'll be doing additional things, but this is my core five on my hand. Number five is encourage at least one person per day. Now, hopefully, like we said earlier, I, I want to encourage and, and motivate and inspire and impact millions and millions of people, but I want to help one person at a time, one person a day at least, if not more. But the goal is to encourage at least one person every single day, whether it be through a text, through a DM, through a call, through a personal interaction on the street. I want to speak life over somebody to compliment them, to encourage them, to tell them, hey, you got this. And I truly believe if we do that consistently, it's going to not only make an impact on the person we're encouraging, but it's going to lift our own personal spirits and that will only impact positively other areas of our life. So just to quickly recap my list, read the Bible daily, pray out loud, 100 plus push-ups a day, personal and professional self-development in the form of reading or listening to books, podcasts, and videos. And lastly, and last but not least, encourage at least one person a day. These attack my spirit, my mind, my body, and helping someone. And they're all on my hand. One hand, five daily disciplines. That's my list. You're welcome to take it. Obviously, you should consider making your own or things that you know that are going to be powerful for you. But hopefully that was helpful. And I just want to say thank you again because this has been such a fun way to wrap up the year. I'm excited to step into 2024 with some intention and some excitement to be more disciplined, but I really hope this episode was helpful and valuable to someone that maybe needed a little bit of help in this area of their life. And I hope you get to walk away with some new strategies, some new ideas, and just some thoughts around how you want to attack this year. Maybe your word isn't discipline, but you know, and discipline's an important part of your life, but I would encourage you to take some time by yourself and sit down and say, look, time waits for no one and once we once we experience time we never get it back it's one of our most it's if not the most important resource that we have 
you should be thinking about how do I want to live my life in 2024? What decisions do I want to make in 2024 to be the person that I was called and designed and created to be? So that's what I want to tell you guys. Last thing I'll leave you with, I have been doing some more public speaking. It's been such a joy. It's been such a blessing. And I've been so fortunate to get to go into some really cool rooms and speak to some incredible groups. And this is something the Lord's really put on my heart. And it's going to be, you know, not my entire life in 2024, but it's going to be a big part of what I do in 2024 in addition to the different businesses and projects I'm involved in. But if you were someone who's looking for a speaker or, you know, I think it's really important for people to talk about the things they're doing so more people understand what, how they can be helped or how they can best help. And so I'm going to be doing a lot more speaking. I've got a handful of engagements lined up in 2024 with some FCAs, speaking to athletes, talking about my faith, also going to some different schools and just bringing an inspiring, encouraging message. But if you were looking for a speaker, this is one of the most fulfilling things that I get to do is, it's like I said, number five of my daily disciplines, encourage people, speak life, and just bring some positivity. So shoot me a message on Instagram, send me a DM, or you can email me Doug at DougElks.com. My website is DougElks.com. I'm going to put it in the show notes. So there's a lot of information on my website about speaking, but I just want to leave you guys with that. We have some big, big news coming in January for AIM. Guys, we're going to be announcing something very soon something that we've never done before. It's a completely new part of this business, new part of this platform, new part of this community. And community is just that. When we started AIM, it was always about helping one person at a time and building a community of like-minded people that wanted to get after it and keep ambition in mind. And that is exactly what we will be doing in 2024. We're going to be taking that to a whole nother level, the word community. It's so powerful, and I want to bring people together this year. So that is a big, big goal of mine. I want to bring people together. We're going to have some more announcements coming on that in the new year, but I just wanted to give you guys a little sneak peek because you guys are my fam. You guys are super close, and I really appreciate the support and the love, and that's that. So, guys, this has been a fun episode. This has been a one heck of a way to end the year, and I'm so, so, so grateful for every single one of you. If I can ever do anything to help you, if you ever need anything, please shoot me a DM. I actually really enjoy um, reading all the DMs of the encouragement and the ways that, you know, these episodes and these conversations have been impacting you. And I love hearing how you've been applying it to your life. It literally fires me up when I get to read DMs from you guys about ways that, you know, some of the things you're learning or some of the things you're getting exposed to in these conversations or these episodes are applying to the very things that you're going through in your own life. So please let me know how I can be helping you, how I can be praying for you. And we're going to continue to grow this platform, this, this community together, one person at a time to keep ambition in mind. And that's what we're going to do. You guys are the best. Have an amazing 2024 and let's crush it. God bless. Love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to another great episode of the AIM podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. And if you found value in it, I ask that you kindly share this with a friend. We want to continue to grow this community and help more and more people every single day. If you have any questions for me, if I can ever help you anyway, please reach out to me at Doug Elks on all social. I'd be happy to help you out. Let's get after this week. Let's crush it. And as always, keep ambition in mind.